welcome to the new series of the Heidi Jones Coaching Podcast. This podcast is for everyone who is ready to do some of the inner work for a healthier and more positive lifestyle. I'll be delving into the topics that we need to talk about more, including our health, our mindset, and living with purpose and passion. I'll be speaking to guests that will leave you feeling inspired to find out what is possible in your life if you gave yourself the opportunity to find out. This isn't the place for chit-chat, gossip, or endless science. It's for real women with real problems that want more from life. Sound good to you? Let's move on with the show. Welcome to this week's episode. Great to have you here. Wherever you are, I hope you are well. I hope that the start of your week is going the way you have intended it to. I hope you've set your intention for the week. If you haven't, it's never too late. It's never too late to just take a moment and think, what is my intention for this week? What is my intention for today? Or even, what is my intention for right now, this moment? Maybe even just listening to this podcast, you know, what is it that you'd love to take away from it? Um, you know, why are you sitting listening to a podcast? You know, what's the intention of that? Is it to be relaxed? Is it to feel inspired? Is it to be distracted? Whatever it is, it's great to have that kind of awareness around why you're doing the things that you do. So this week I have had a mini break and it was the first hotel stay that we had with Hannah. Now we've taken her away before, but we've never stayed in a hotel room. We've always had a bit more of a a setup for her to be able to feel familiar, to be able to have her things around her. But this time it's a little bit different. We did take a bag full of the stuff that makes her feel comfortable in her environment, um, such as her big bouncy ball that she loves to regulate herself on, her iPad, her chocolate. And um, if you know Hannah, you know that she absolutely loves stacking cards. So I bought her a couple of new packs of cards. So it was a bit more interesting and uh, a sticker book. And she just loved all of it. And she was so, so excited to be in a different environment, just like we were. Like she just, I think she needed it as much as we did. You know, we just need to take yourself out of your regular routine and just put yourself somewhere else where you've got um, a chance just to be, to relax. I mean, we were really fortunate and were able to go to the Hilton um, in Razarkema and the weather was perfect. So we were really lucky. We had the sea view, a sea view front, God, I couldn't get my words out then. And so we just had the waves and we had the breeze and Hannah just loved being on the balcony, um, you know, kind of taking it all in. So we managed to have a good couple of days and then we went for an amazing hike yesterday a brand new route that we've not done before um, I actually I can't remember the exact name but it's just next to Mustafi little town or village and it's next to a farm that's growing bananas mangoes oranges so as you're walking through that trail you smell all the tropical fruits and it's kind of in a stream as well so you're walking through a stream to get to the trail and I would say it's one of the greenest hikes have been on in the UAE so I definitely recommend it if you fancy seeing a bit of greenery um got a few weeks left before it's probably going to get a bit too hot it's an out and back so we managed to walk out about 3k and then 
at the end of that 3k there was a tiny waterfall as well coming from the mountain which was quite fun you don't see that often here in Dubai everyone else everywhere there's where there's rain it's probably thinking okay what's so great about that but actually it was it's just something when you live in the desert you don't see very often so when you do it's quite um, fun and quite exciting uh, so we got to show Hannah a little waterfall and then we turned around and then headed back through all the kind of greenery and the streams um, yeah really recommend it um, so today's guest is Lindsay Lindsay someone that was in my group coaching program before COVID so we're talking like a good few years ago now and she right then I knew she's always had this like entrepreneurial spirit um she always says her problem is that she always has too many ideas <laughs> now we work on the whole you know change the negative narrative but it's true sometimes she's got so many ideas she wants to do all of them but over these past like three years she has implemented a lot of them and I've loved watching from the outside um, her story kind of evolve and her her journey evolve and, and all these business ideas come to fruition it's just been amazing and so she's going to talk through the pivotal moments of kind of like how she got to where she is now so she's working in the wellness space in Dubai she's you know part of her passion project is to host well wellness days on yachts you know it's like living the dream she travels a lot she has a, a real love for traveling and she brings that into the conversation while well, talking about how her travels have really helped her kind of make big decisions in her life it's got her to um, really takes things forward and she gives tips and advice on brain boosting activities so what she does now is she helps people move forward with their goals um, but using sort of the psychology around the brain and how you can really get to know how your brain works you know what its strengths are what weaknesses are so then you can then kind of take ownership of that and work on the things that you need to work on and able to be moving forward. So it's really fascinating. I want to join it for one of these sessions myself. So it's going to be a real interesting listen. Um, so I hope that you can take something away from this, especially a piece of like inspiration to, to kind of start your own goals or you know, if you've got a passion project in your mind that you'd love to get started on, but you haven't yet, this, you know, listen to Lindsay. Um, she has been there and but now she is doing and it's just so great to see. Um, I hope you enjoy the show and I will look forward to speaking to you next week. Please go over to the subscription for the show, press the follow or subscribe or even just share it with a friend. I'd really appreciate it. See you soon. I've known you for some time and you are definitely one of those people that has an entrepreneurial spirit. It's like inside yeah. you and you can't kind of shut it away. It has to come out in one it way does. or another. <laughs> and yeah. so I know that you've had, like you've been working on lots of projects and just over the last year or two, there's been this real shift in how you've been putting your brand out there to the world. And it's just yeah. uh, really interesting to kind of see or hear about how you get to that point of, you know, what's that defining moment where you kind of find your flow 
in this wellness industry in particular because that's where you're kind of specializing in but also when you're coming from a digital background so it's kind of like how do you put those two together um and now you have this obviously new um piece coming out around brain boosting so I want to hear all about that as well so first of all tell us a little bit about you know where you're at when it comes to your entrepreneurial journey yeah Oh, where do I start? Okay, so you you are <laughs> correct. I've got an entrepreneurial streak for sure. Um, I even as like a teenager growing up, I was always like, you know, how can I how can I make money? How can I do this? How can I do that? Um, and then I I studied I studied like business and I went on to study psychology um like back at school and then I dropped out of that because I was like, no, I just want to work. Like I just want to make money and I just want to work and then. Anyway, I fell into, originally fell into like hairdressing and then like started a part-time business on the side doing that for like many years and it was really successful. Um, But accidentally fell into the digital world when I was probably about 21. Um, I was like, I need, I can't do hairdressing. I need to do something that stimulates my brain more. (laughs) No pun intended for this conversation. (laughs) Um, Stimulates my brain a bit more. And then I started working for a travel company when I was 21. And then I worked in sales and was doing really, really well. And I kind of got approached by my boss at the time and was like, do you want to come and do this secondment and work in in e-commerce? And I was like, what's e-commerce? I didn't even know what it was. Um, So I was like, sure, why not? So done six months secondment and absolutely loved it and done really, really well. And she was like, right, I want you to come on my team full time. And that was kind of it in terms of like my digital journey. I ended up, you know, learning a very 360 holistic view of business so as much as I was doing like the online stuff I was understanding you know digital marketing operations like call center um like content like just everything I was like really dipping my toes in like all sorts of stuff to do with business and it was amazing because I remember my boss at the time she said to me like I want you to like go away and do like these like learning days with different teams because I want you to understand every part of the business and like I can't really thank her enough now because I do have that, you know, that skill set to understand it all. So anyway, so I went on to do various different roles. I went into management roles, um, went into like global roles and like managing different global teams and platforms across, you know, like even like Australia and America and so on. Then I landed my job in Dubai back in 20, 20, January 2019, I think I moved here. Yeah, four years, four years ago. So I landed my job and that was purely by accident. Like I was going to go traveling. Um, I quit my job. I had, oh, that was it. So I quit my job probably about three times in the UK with zero plan because I was just like, I need to start a business. I can't do this anymore. Then I always ended up in that kind of trap of falling back into the safety net. And then quit my job, booked them on my flight to Singapore. Then the universe had other plans for me. It was like, no, you're going to go to Dubai. So this job like popped up at work and they were like, we've got an office in Dubai. Didn't even know they had an office in Dubai. Um, And then I got the job. So then I was moving to Dubai. So I was like, okay, so that's my traveling and entrepreneurial journey kind of cut. So I traveled for a little bit. I think I traveled for like five weeks and then I moved to Dubai in the January and I hated my first job here. Like I hated it so much. Um, I kind of felt like I didn't have that autonomy to do what I wanted to do, but I stuck it out and I'm going to touch on this because I think there's a big thing of like you know don't quit don't give up you have to stick things out 
Um, so I did stick it out for nearly two years, but I actually got made redundant um, because they got rid of the whole team, which was mental because we were in this like digital era and they got rid of the whole digital team. Um, so yeah, so now I was like, right, this is it. This is this is now my chance to go into entrepreneurship. So then I started um, WellBe, which was an idea that I had around building a community of like freelancers in the wellness space because I was like, right, you can go onto Property Finder and you can find a property. You can go onto Booking.com. You can find a hotel. You can go onto all these other platforms and you know these marketplaces and find everything. But where do you find all these free? Like, where are all these wellness people? Like, there's no place for them. So I started that, and it was slow because um, it wasn't slow at the start because I launched like an MVP. So for anyone who doesn't know what an MVP is, it's a minimal viable product. It's something just to get it out there to the market and get feedback. So I launched that and then I got a call and it's like, we've got this contracting role and it was really good money and it was like a good position. And I was like, oh, maybe I could just take this and it can like pay for like my investment into my business. I should never have done that. Okay. I should, I should never have done that. I should have just, I took took the job and I went back, fell back into the corporate trap. Mm -hmm. Um, and then Wellbe kind of got put aside a little bit because I, as much as I had the money coming in to to fund it, I didn't have the time and I yeah. didn't have the energy because I was so unhappy working for someone because I'm not destined to work for someone that I was just zapped. I was like, yeah. even if I did have the time or the weekend, I was like, I just, I don't want to do anything right now. I just need to take a break from that. Yeah, it's so, having the capacity, but it's not just, yeah. you know, around not just physical time sometimes, is it? When yeah. you feel drained, it's the creativity goes, kind of the yeah. momentum goes about going out to push yourself to to build something from scratch. And yeah. building a network, it takes a long time, doesn't it? It takes a lot yeah. of like man hours. You've got to go Absolutely. to those coffee mornings. You've got to go and put yourself out there and do talks. You've got to yeah. write blog post you've got to do your Instagram like it's a huge thing to commit to but I'm wondering whether you know you needed that contract role in order to kind of really test yourself to see if it was about taking that big step that courageous step forward to then go no I've made the wrong choice for the last time this is me now ready to kind of jump ship and go for it do you think well that's I always think like the universe gives us these signs and you got tempted oh, with this great role. I got the same thing yeah. when it happened, you know, when I decided yeah, yeah. to leave um, my job and it was like, here's a job. It was a couple of weeks later and it was like, here's the best job that you could probably get with the skill set you have at the moment with the best pay. And yeah. I was just like, oh, why does this have to come right now? I've just made my final decision that I'm going to do it. And it's yeah. just, I just really always like look back at that and think that was there for a reason. It was to test me to see if I was kind of ready to kind of risk everything. Like, what was I willing to do? What was I willing to sacrifice? And yeah. um, it was really highlighted. So do you think that was maybe a test from the universe? Absolutely. Like the, the amount of tests that I've had in the last few years, particularly since living in Dubai, have been, yeah, like that was a test. And um like I took it and then obviously like Wellbe kind of got put, as I said, like pushed aside a little bit. And then it was last year 
when it all hit me. There was like this dark day last year. So I'll, I'll go into that. So Welby kind of got pushed aside. I was like, right, I'm going to push it aside for now. And what I'm going to do, I decided in January last year, I was like, I'm going to go to Bali for six months and I'm going to quit my job before I go and I'm going to like save up loads of money and I'm just going to go out there and I'm just going to like meet all these entrepreneurs and I'm going to like get Welby off the ground. I'm going to rebrand it, rename it, had all these big ideas um, and then I got a complete pushback with my health. So I was on the contraception pill for 15 years. I come off of that January last year and then April, bang, it was like, no, your body is ready to shut down. Like I had so many health problems. And I remember like in about June time, I hadn't gone to Bali. I was supposed to have gone in like May, but I kept delaying it for one reason or another. And I just like lost it. And I was just like, I, I can't like do this job like I can't do it and went to leave my job the first week of June and then another test from the universe my boss went I don't want you to leave we work remotely in Bali I was like oh my god <laughs> why are you doing this to me so I stupidly said yes I was like yes I would do it because I was thinking oh my god I'm gonna like you know got this great pay packet and I can work on the Bali hours which means I can have the morning to myself to work on my business Anyway, cut a long story short, I got to Bali and within, this was the moment when I was like, that is it. This is like enough. I need to go on this entrepreneurial journey. It was about 10 days into my trip to Bali and I'd had the first week off and I was so stressed and I was so ill and I was trying to find somewhere to live. And then the third day that I started working again, I remember sitting there and I was like the darkest day of the year, like not as in literally, I mean, as in my, in my head. It was like, I am in paradise and I am so miserable. I'm earning really good money. I'm sitting in Bali. I have kind of semi-freedom right now, but I'm so unhappy and I'm so like physically and mentally unwell right now. And I just said, and I remember my friend who was in Dubai, she was in Bali with me at the time. And I just said, I'm quitting my job today. That's it. Like, this is it. This is... I cannot go back. I do not care what happens. I do not care what, like, if I run out of money, I don't care if I have to sleep on someone's sofa. I literally right now do not care about anything. I cannot feel this way for like any longer. So that was it. So I told my boss and I think he kind of knew it was coming. Like he could tell that I was frustrated and I was working in such a toxic environment. I had no autonomy, although I had this like manager role and, you know, I was like in this kind of like leadership area. I didn't really have the true leadership that I desired. So I had to really think and question myself. Like, what are my values? My value is that I want to lead. I want to have autonomy. I want to have freedom. And I've got none of that. I've got money in the bank, but I have none of everything that I actually want that makes me happy. Mm. That's a really so important left. point. Yeah, that's a really, really important yeah. point. I think something we do talk about on this podcast a lot is living aligned with what's mm. most important to you. And I mm. think a lot of people forget to check in with what's most important to them. Because yeah. over time, values do say stay quite similar. But when we go through maybe life-changing experiences, they can shift slightly. Yeah. And if you're feeling off for some time, you know, it's like that internal pull, isn't it? There's something pulling you. Or like yeah. you say, you have this internal conflict where you're like, on the outside, everything looks amazing. But on the inside, yeah. I'm in turmoil. And yeah. I'm sure at that point as well, there's this huge piece around um, 
I don't know whether you're feeling guilty, you know, we look at what's going on in the world and we question why do I feel like this? I should be feeling grateful. And all these kind of words come up, don't they? Should, but it doesn't mean it's what you want. And it's kind of really being brave enough to stop, pause and just sort of check in. And like you say, you checked in with yourself and ask yourself, what is it that's most important to me and what I actually Mm -hmm. am doing all these hours for or I'm working for? And it wasn't mm. aligned. So yeah. over the years, I think yeah. over the years, there's things that kind of pinpoint, don't they? All the dots connect mm. for some reason. But I yeah. think when you talk about your background, it's similar to mine as in we've done lots of different jobs. <laughs> yeah. You know, we've been in lo- like yeah. different industries. We've got lots yeah. of different skill sets. But underlying it all, we do have quite a clear vision of what we want for the future. So we're yeah. willing to do an element of graft. I think we're mm. willing, you know, we're willing to take risk um, and to also kind of trust the process. So we will put hours in and kind of say, right, mm. okay, let's give this a go. Um, yeah. And I do see that simira- similarity uh, with yeah. kind of your story and mine. And I think yeah. when I look back over mine, you know, I was in the the graphics world before. So I was in that design element. Those design skills got me to that next step okay and the next step was I was then a teacher you know working within the design team Mm. and then being a teacher is what's helped me then work with people and then get into the coaching role and then you know it all kind of plays like apart from each other can you see that in your own background as well how it's kind of led you to where you are that point where you're just thinking I've got I've done all of this I've got all of this skill set but it's just not feeling right it's not where I'm meant to be yeah for sure like it so I left my job in August was it August August last year and it took me like a few months I actually ended up taking a few months off I was like I'm gonna take two weeks off and like you know heal my body because it was under all this like stress but it needed about four months off (laughs) so I ended up having a few months off and in that time it was really questioning like what are all the things that I've done and all the skills that I've got and how can I use them now you know, what, what, like, what is the universe? What's it intending for me to do right now? And in the last few months, I've pivoted so much because I realized, you know, at first I was like, right, you know, I studied in holistic health coaching, as you know, you know, Heidi, you're actually the one that probably triggered me to do that. Um, so I studied that. And then I was like, but do I just want to work on people's health? Yes and no. And then I was like, okay. And then I went into the whole psychology and the brain stuff, which I was studying. I was like, really, really enjoying this, but do I just want to focus on people's mental health yes and no and then it was only really when I started doing stuff that I was like oh actually I really love the business side of it like this is where I'm like I'm lit up although okay I've had some small businesses in the past in the UK I was like this is where I really want to focus I want to help people that are in business but also finding that balance with like you know their their mental health their physical health and just a really holistic approach to it really so yeah so I those dots have joined up like all that experience I've had for the last decade like it's paid off now because you know I speak to people now and they want to start a business or their early days and they don't have the knowledge that I have and I'm just thinking oh everyone knows this but everyone doesn't know it so yeah that's yeah, it so sure. you bring all of your experience into what you have now and it's yeah. always kind of remembering that isn't it and being aware of your kind of giving out something that nobody else can and I think you know when you move into this entrepreneurial world and you decide to leave your job it can become 
quite overwhelming when you see what's already out there. How have you stopped the element of sort of comparison? Because that can be a huge trap for a lot of women who kind of decide to take that step to go into doing something for themselves. I think I've got two questions, actually. One is like, how do you not look out there? Because obviously in Dubai, especially, there are a lot of people who are out there doing their own thing. It's, It's an entrepreneurial city, isn't it? So it's looking out there and going, my skill set is unique to what everybody else offers. So I need to focus on my strengths and put them out there. The right people are going to come to me. They're going to be attracted to what I'm able to give out. Yeah. And then is also that piece around, yeah, how do you do that? So because there's so many women out there that won't take that step because they think that they're maybe not good enough than somebody else or everyone else has got more experience. Um, so let's start with that and then I'll ask the next question. Yeah, I suppose, I mean, I'm quite lucky. I'm not like, I think there can be sometimes an element of when you're comparing yourself, it can be maybe a little bit of jealousy that people hold sometimes as well. I've never been a jealous person. I like, if anything, I just want the best for people. I just want to be surrounded by successful people that are happy. So I'm quite fortunate in that sense. However, I, I it's a bit like you said, I don't, I don't see people as competition because people are drawn to people's energy. Like there's a million like business coaches, health coaches, personal trainers out there. But like, just because I use one of those coaches or people or whatever, you know, for their services, it doesn't mean that I don't think the other people are good. It's because there's something that has drawn me a bit. Like even when I worked with you years ago, like, you know, I heard you at this Lululemon event and I was like, Oh my God, I like what this woman's saying. And I was just drawn. There was just something there. Like, it wasn't that I went out searching for it and I was trying to compare and, like, who's got the the best skill set or who's got the best this. Like, I think a lot of, a lot of the time, subconsciously, it is, like, you're just drawn to people for the right reason or maybe sometimes the wrong reason to, like, learn something. I don't know. But so I don't really compare. If anything, the one thing I do is I use inspiration. Mm. So I have, like four or five people that like for different reasons that I really aspire to so like I'll have I'll give an example like uh, Mona who is like Gary Vaynerchuk's girlfriend or I don't know know, girlfriend um she's like a big um she's really big into well-being she's like a well-being influencer in New York and I just love what she does and what she puts out there I really aspire to her I'm not jealous of her could never compare myself to her she's you know some she's completely different to who I am but like I think oh I can learn from her so instead of like I don't see it as comparison if you can change the mindset to what can I learn from these people as well as opposed to how am I comparing um, uh, yeah I love this, that this is a huge, huge thing like I've had conversations with people and they're like oh I can't do this with this person because you know we're we're like competitors and I'm like no you're not because you're completely unique everyone has their own gift Everyone Absolutely. is so Absolutely. Yeah. And I love how you're saying that you learn from those people. I heard something recently. Mm, I really can't remember what it was on. It must have been on some sort of podcast. But they were talking about mentorship and how you don't have to go and sit in front of that person to be mentored by them. It's mm. like what you've just said about that Mona in New York. You're yeah. looking at her and learning from her. She's like a, whether it's a role model or a mentor, Mm. that you can aspire to be and it's kind of tapping into that element of a growth mindset where mm. you're 
you know, you're learning the lessons as you go and being inspired to keep going rather than yeah. comparing and getting trapped in that fixed mindset of, oh, she can do better than me. I'll never be as good as them. Um, yeah. But it's, yeah, it's a big piece. I'm thinking around, you know, people sort of taking that risk, isn't it, to go and um, follow their kind of internal pull to get out there and do something. Yeah. Let's talk more about these brain boosting sessions. So okay. this would be right. number one. I want to know what it is, you know? Yeah. So if I was to sign up to a brain boosting session, what am I going to take away from that? And how would I be able to experience it? What What is it that you do? Okay. So I'll take a little bit of a step back um, before I go right into the brain thing. So my, so the way I work is like bringing kind of like mindset and business together. Um, and I suppose what is kind of makes me more unique if you if you have your kind of, you know, we were just talking about that comparison and why I don't kind of fear that comparison is because my kind of uniqueness in the business is that I studied with Dr. Amen, who, for those who don't know, he's one of the sort of leading psychologists um, in the world. I think he's amazing. He's incredible. Follow him on Instagram if you don't already. Um, but I studied with him and the, the brain health piece is so we we put ourselves down we're like oh you know I'm oh, I just can't focus or I'm not productive or I can't make a decision about anything and we kind of go in this like victim kind of mindset where like you know we think that there's there are a problem with us and and maybe there is a problem and that's where I kind of come in and go okay let's look at your brain so part of my work is that um, I'll give you an example so on my program that I do my mentorship program there'll be a session where we particularly go in on your brain type so there's kind of like two different brain sessions that I do so I either do like one-off sessions which is really just like a business brain session where it's really just about ideation and creativity and bringing out like if you have a problem like how can we solutionize it so that's kind of like one part it's not really going into the psychology part of it the other part, um, which is something that's more sort of health and well-being related, as let's say, um, but really like it's really good for your business. And particularly as an entrepreneur, you know, you've got to be focused and switched on. Everyone has, but um, is what we do. So we, you do a brain assessment. So you ask like a series of questions, um, which is something that's come from Dr. Amen, And it's not long it's like five minutes and you ask these answer these questions and then you get a brain type so there's 16 different brain types and they the first five brain types are just like a kind of a singular part of your brain that's overactive or underactive and then the other brain types are like a concoction so you might have like three different areas of your brain that are a little bit like imbalanced and what it does is it tells you where parts of your brain are overactive or underactive and then you start to kind of put two and two together. So what I've seen is like, you know, you're having a coaching session with someone and they're like, there's a pattern, like they can't make a decision or they can't do this or they can't focus and they're procrastinating and like, why can't I just get this task done? And and then you do the brain assessment and you're like, hmm, kind of makes sense now. So like, I'll give an example. Like my example is, so I'm a brain type two, which basically means that my prefrontal cortex, the front part of my brain is underactive. Okay, so the, that's like that part of your brain makes up 30% of your brain, which is obviously a, a big part of your brain. And it's for your decision making, you know, it's your logical brain, like we really need it, particularly when it comes to business, we need to make, you know, logical decisions, as well as our intuition, which is a separate topic. Um, 
but I've got an underactive part so I know that I need to do things to boost that so things like it could be really simple like I need to make sure that I'm exercising okay if I'm not exercising and I'm just sitting here working 16 hours a day I'm not working productively because you know that part of my brain's not working productively um I can eat things like dark chocolate um just really anything that's like dopamine boost uh, the other thing is like a lot of people have the limbic part of their brain, which is like overactive. So that's like your emotional center. Um, and your emotional center is like, you know, if you're making a lot of decisions emotionally, are they the right decisions? It's like when people, they say, don't they, you know, sleep on that decision because we don't want to make it from a place of anger or sadness or even sometimes too too excited. It's like, yeah. you know, make it from a calm place so when Almost someone like has a lot objective of... yeah kind yeah. of like just take a step back and take a more objective view because our emotions can overtake can't they and yeah, yeah. not actually be very helpful in the yeah. sort of moment and it's kind of being able to allow yourself that space yeah yeah so if you've got an underactivity in the front part of your brain and overactivity in the in your limbic part of your brain you're like okay so this is why I'm you know, either making, not making the decisions or I'm making the wrong decisions because I'm making them purely out of like an emotional states. So, um, so yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, I could go on and on about it, but you essentially just looking at your particular brain type and how it might be affecting your, not only your day to day, but your, but your business as well. Like, you know, how you're showing up. So it's kind of like a health assessment, but really focused on the brain essentially and I just do it as one part of my program and then obviously things come up throughout um but yeah but it's really yeah. super helpful for me yeah that's what I was kind of viewing yeah. it as then it's like a one of those um assessments that you do at the start that mm. just gives you more insight whether as the coach from the coaching perspective but then as the person as the client you then get that instant set of results that can help you yeah. take action and it's yeah. It, it's really insightful isn't it it starts that process of deepening self-awareness because you know when we go on any type of coaching journey there mm. has to be an element of you know learning about yourself and yeah, um to sure. get those results it must be really interesting um to be able yeah. to then look and go wow this is exactly how I'm behaving and now I know why and here's yeah. some steps I can go away and do straight away to like help myself like, that's really yeah. you know the purpose yeah. of you know what a coaching is isn't it to help people take action so that sounds really yeah. interesting I'd love to know what my brain's yeah. doing at the moment <laughs> um, I'll have to join you for one of those sessions um, you get a score as well which is quite nice because you can kind of like do the test and then you can go back and then re-review the score nice. um and it's, it's quite nice when you like my score is actually quite good so I like it gives me that confidence I'm like oh my brain health is actually quite good so yeah it can like um, increase self-esteem yeah. and that's huge yeah. isn't it you know when I you know, obviously from a coaching perspective, my end, there's that element of usually people reach out to a coach when their self-esteem is maybe lower because they yeah. need, whether it's guidance, they need some insight. They just need to have that push to maybe go and believe in themselves a bit more to go and take mm. the step. So yeah, that's, um, that's a good one to go out and kind of like, look at this. If I do this, I know my brain is like school is going to get higher. Yeah, yeah. It could be a real good motivator. Um, yeah. That brings me on to the question of, you know, I think what my question before uh, what I was going to add in was, you know, like a similar journey like mine, where a lot of the steps that you've taken towards developing your career, especially your entrepreneurial journey, have Mm -hmm. been led from not only like your jobs, your the work that you do, but also 
your own life so your wellness as well so yeah. having a health issue issues has then led you to then obviously work within more of a wellness space having yeah. those dark times and like it leads you into that more mental health space it it's a real fine balance isn't it to to decide whether to leave a current job that you're in to go and move into something that you're passionate about through your own personal yeah. experience. I think I meet people who perhaps have a real passion for, we'll do something quite um, topical. So a passion for yoga. Okay. Mm. And they're in a fantastic, maybe a, a great job, but they don't have that sense of autonomy, like you say, or they just aren't having the, the positive experiences that they once maybe had they're doing yoga they think it's you know they're having the best time their wellness has improved it's then okay I'm going to leave my job to become a yoga teacher hmm. okay how do you help people in your position of what you're doing now help them yeah. decide whether that's going to be the right step because think about going through our life we go through different phases don't we we go through a phase that can really make a positive impact but it doesn't have to be our job we can mm. keep the job separate we can be this is the something I love what I do or I learn to love you know the stuff that I I do um so it's kind yeah. of like how do you help them make that decision because I think that mm. is quite a topical one for the people listening yeah so I think we briefly touched on it earlier around values. So that's something I go into. Um, and, you know, making sure that you are aligning with your values. Like for me, my one of my biggest values is freedom. Like, and then, but I was choosing a job with a good salary over freedom. So of course, you know, I wasn't in alignment. And that's probably why I was getting more health issues. They were showing up physically in my body as well, because I was so stressed out doing something that didn't align with me. So that's that's one. The second one, which I haven't really touched on yet, is around your why. So why you want to do what you're, you know, you're setting out to do. Um, and this is one of the first things that I go through with clients because when you're, and I don't really talk about money a lot in like my message. Um, so like, yes, people can, you know, they build a business and they grow and they make money for sure. That's like a byproduct of like your success as the way I see it anyway. But like, if you're not actually following, if you're not doing something because there's like a purpose or why behind it, first of all, you're probably going to give up. Like if you're just chasing, like let's say for example, you're like, I want to make X amount of money a month, right? And I want to be a yoga teacher, right? But there's no real why behind it. Okay, well, within the first three months, right? You don't get any clients, you don't get any bookings for classes. Okay, and then you're like, oh, well, I'm not making any money from this. So what's the point? And then you just give up. So it's knowing like I know for me so like my wife of the work that I do is really around mental health actually because I've had a lot of severe mental health in my family and I suffered it you know experiencing what I experienced particularly like last year was a tipping point for me and I don't want to see people like being held back in jobs or being held back in business and suffering mentally I want them to live their purpose and live out their why so and also find their why because some people don't even know so yeah, so it's really going back to the why. Why are you doing it? You know, because it isn't just about money, really. Money, like people are more, a lot. I mean, we have like our in, intrinsic values and our extrinsic values. And it depends on you as a person. Me, I'm more intrinsic. Like I value connection, I value community, I value freedom. Some people, they may value cars, money, houses, and that's fine. And maybe if that is your why, then that's also fine. 
but it's knowing what your why is so that every time you go to do something and it's not as easy as you think it's going to be you will keep going honestly like if I if I didn't have a why right now I would have given up months ago on this I would have just been like fine I'll go back to my corporate job and that's why I kept going back to my corporate job because my why wasn't strong enough but now I'm like no Lindsay your why you value freedom and mental health so much like you cannot go back to that dark place that you went back you that you was in last year and you're starting to listen to yourself as well because your body physically shows you when you're off track Um, and you're very attuned with that aren't you with the wellness exercises that you do and that self-awareness that you've got I agree the why is everything Mm. if you were to give someone one tip on how to start building a strong why or finding out what their why is what would you say what would you give them as kind of the starting point I (laughs) sounds a bit ironic saying this but I would do that the five whys exercise like I would go deeper into it like and for anyone who doesn't know what that is so you like you ask yourself a question okay like why do I want to be a yoga teacher and then you're like because I want to make money and I I don't know I want to make money okay why do you want to make money because I want to travel the world why do you want to travel the world because I want to feel free and I want to experience new things why do you want to do that because it brings me joy and it makes me feel good and I don't have any anxiety whatever it is and then you start to go okay so it's not about the money it's about the fact that you want to feel free and you want to feel free of anxiety and you want to experience joy and connections that's your why so then every time you go oh you know I'm this isn't going as well my business you're like keep going keep going just imagine you traveling the world and you know experiencing these things and you just keep going back to that vision and that why I love that yeah just go deeper I think that's a great way to start absolutely and it's like the more specific you can be with those answers the yeah. better it is that you're going to get to know your real reason why. And you could even yeah. challenge yourself to go further than five, can't you? You can you can really keep yeah. pushing yourself. Keep but this is where it can be hard to do by yourself. Yeah. And that's why having a coach can be really helpful because that coach will ask yeah. you those really uncomfortable, hard questions. But yeah. ultimately, it's helping you learn more about yourself. So that is yeah. such a great tip. I love it. Um, okay, so tell us more about what's in store for your business this year so what's the focus for 2023 so god where do I start (laughs) so I'm I'm a visionary I have got so many ideas and one of my problems is trying to just do one or two things at a time because I get a little bit overexcited let's talk about this when we met in 2019 I had that exact same sentence so this I think I even said it back in the day Okay, this is a story that you have to stop saying that it's a problem. Yeah, yeah. it's not. No, it's not a problem. It's really good. And do you know what? It's Great funny. I've like tap, I've tapped more into human design. I don't know, like yeah. how familiar you are. We have design. a podcast on that podcast episode. Oh. We have a human had a human design expert on. Yeah. Ah, oh, awesome. So yeah, so human design. So since I've learned my human design, which I'm a manifester, I'm like this all makes sense. Like I'm not necessarily supposed to execute these things. I'm supposed to bring these ideas into the world and maybe someone else will go with them. So I've, that's been a big acceptance actually for me that's of good. like not beating myself up. So, but back to your question. So my focuses this year are um, 
I haven't fully launched it yet. I mean, I've, I've already worked with my clients on something, but I haven't actually really put it out into the world. So I'm mm-hmm. um, about to put out a program, which is like a real kind of holistic business and life program. Um, I don't fully know the name of it yet. I'm like mm-hmm. toying around with it. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to share it just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be launching the next sort of like week or two. And it will be a few months long mentorship. Um, and it really kind of helps people that are either like haven't quite started a business or they're very like early stages in business. Or maybe they're like been doing it for two years, but they're just stuck and they just don't know what to do and they need to come back to their why. Yep. Um, so I help people kind of go through the mindset and also the whole kind of like business 101, like you know, what are all these things? What is my ideal customer? What, what, how do I do a website? How do I build a product or service? And like, I use all my expertise. So that's really my key focus, but building out a kind of community of women, like a mastermind or or something like that. I haven't quite figured it out. And it's something I'm still like playing around with the idea, but I really want to kind of bring women together, not just in kind of like, you know, go to a networking event and you chit chat and then you never see them again. It's like that real kind of, tight-knit kind of community so that's kind of like one of my focuses Mm -hmm. um and then I'm also building out kind of a community just for like unique wellness events as as well so this is more of a passion project so I'm doing things like wellness things on water like on boats and like desert experiences and that's just something I'm doing for for pure fun but who knows where it will end up so I uh, saw that one that you had on the yacht I was like, ooh, yes. I love that idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I'm doing it again in March. Um, just like figuring out some dates and stuff. But nice. that was it was amazing. It was a really yeah. nice day. That's so. really good. I love yeah. that. No, I think what you're doing is absolutely amazing. It's inspiring. Um, and I'm looking forward to seeing how it all kind of comes together in 2023. Perhaps we could even get you on to do a masterclass with um ooh. the community you'll know a few places in there so it would be really good maybe to do something around business 101 or brain boosting it would be really great well thank you so much for being here if you you can just share your instagram how people get to sign up for a brain boosting session yeah um, you're free to go (laughs) cool yeah so my instagram is i am Lindsay claire Lindsay is l-i-n-d-s-a-y claire without an i um and you can book a brain boosting session if you follow the link in my bio you can just do a calendly and book it all in there um and yeah and drop me a message on on instagram if you have any questions amazing thank you so much oh thank you